Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. If you're anything like me, you probably have that old reliable bra that you always go to, except also may not be looking too good. And you don't know that there's something better out there. I didn't know either, you guys, until someone recommended Third Love to me. Designed for your perfect fit, Third Love uses the measurements of millions of women to design bras with all-day comfort and support. Bras start at $45, so you can find your new high-quality comfy styles starting at just $45. You guys, this is what's so cool. I took the Fit Finder quiz, and you can find your perfect fit in 60 seconds online. I'm usually a little bit leery of shopping online, but I found my perfect fit. All you do is answer a few simple questions to find your size based on breast size, shape, and fit issues. They have a perfect fit promise. So they stand behind their products. And if you don't love it, everyone can have 60 days to return it. So if you need extra assistance, they have a team of expert fit stylists and they're available to answer all of 
your questions. Something that I also love is that they have a give back. Third Love donates all of their gently used return bras to women in need, supporting charities in their local San Francisco Bay Area and across the U.S., so Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. Right now, they're offering my listeners of Earn Your Happy 10% off on your first order. So go to thirdlove.com slash E-Y-H now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 10% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash E-Y-H for 10% off today. It's making the decision that you are not going to wait to be like, well, why isn't my life's mission and purpose coming falling in my lap. It's never going to look that way ever. It's like, what do I love and how can that be applied to something and how can I decide to follow through with that? And from that, I think once you start that in motion, it's amazing how things start opening up. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Evans Craddock. Wait, Lori. that's not your last name anymore. Oh, my last. I need to change my last name. Uh, still haven't done that. You're married and haven't changed my name. You know, I think that that's a telltale sign that you're going to stay independent within your marriage and it's going to be so successful. And I don't like paperwork. It's exactly what that is. Like... How many things did not get done when you moved to California that now that you're moving out, you're like, well, I never had to do it. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, well, I never did this. So it's fine. I still have my Minneapolis cell phone number. Um, it's totally fine. The only problem is whenever I would call people from California, they would like not pick up because they thought I was spamming them. So I would like then yep. text people and be like, hey, this is actually me. So... Um, I know that you think that someone from the Midwest in a bill collection agency is calling you, but it's me. Um, but it's me, Lori. How are so you doing, Lori? I'm great. And I don't know if we welcomed everybody to the podcast, but oh, welcome yeah. back to Questionably Awesome. If this is your first time listening, welcome. You're gonna, your mind will be blown. This, I'm really going to love this. <laughs> this is that part of the podcast where I just get to really relax, be myself and invite someone on who I have a good time with. And you know, this is that point where I either gain listeners, like really gain their attention and they're like, wow, she's got this other side to her that I love. Or they're like, I can't, can't ever listen to these people again because I'll never get that time back in my life. I hope there's only a couple of those people. Right. Here's to and a couple okay. of them. Oh, we're good with that. I, I feel like that actually just makes me really clear on my identity. And if it's mm -hmm. not for you, that's fantastic. Um, <laughs> I just think about some of the reviews and I'm like, oh, I feel so bad for them because or our, our negative reviews, yeah. which are so few and far between, by the way. Yep. Thank you for that. But because I can't imagine being serious. Like I, I have a meeting with, um, you know, Jackie, our uh, Nick's girlfriend, who we both have in common, who we adore. 
Um, yes. And I have a meeting with her because I'm working with her on some stuff for my new company. And she was like, okay, no laughing at this meeting because we need to get work done. And I was like, that sounds terrible. It does. Let's not ever, ever write that to each other. Uh-uh. <laughs> Let's always be ridiculous in all that we do, even if it's important things. Okay. Moving on from that, Evans, um, welcome back to your show where we answer um, our audience's questions and we try to get them some value while also potentially making them laugh. Yeah. While devaluing. While so also we, we devaluing. Even. Yeah. It's like an even process by the end. I like that. Because you know what? I don't like to get too high. That's dangerous. So... <laughs> So let's see, where do we begin? How are you? Um, really great. Great. Uh, At why is that? Well, actually, I feel a lot better now this morning. This has been, um, I lied. I just lied. I yeah. haven't been really great. Yep. But um, today feels a lot greater. Do you know what's so funny is I was having like the best morning ever and then talking to you made it even better. Um, but this week was one of the hardest weeks of my life ever. Like I probably felt the most stress I've ever felt in my entire life. And yesterday I like popped out of it because I did a lot of reframing. I've been reading The Big Leap again. Have you ever read that? No, I'm going to write it down right now though. I So I gave her a book this morning to read. So now you have two books that you... But these are fast reads because they're so good that it's the it's the type of books that you literally are like, Oh my God, why can't we? And then you, you're on a dry, you know, spot after the dry spot, dry spout, dry yeah. spurt. Dry spell? Dry spell. Thank you. <laughs> I like dry spot. <laughs> Sounds like you either need water or some sort of cream. Um, <laughs> the word cream is just, it, well, it sounds soothing. It like, also sounds gross. Um, yeah, I don't love the word cream, but no, it's strange. It's it. strange. It's, it's both. Yeah delicious and disgusting at the same time. Like coffee without cream seems dry. Yeah. (laughs) Creamy. I don't like that at all, but I do like the taste of creamy. I don't know. This is terrible. This is confusing. (laughs) I'm going to talk about something else. So with that said, we were talking about books. So you're going to have to read The Big Leap. And that really got me back into the place of like, damn, I'm doing this to myself. Like, I'm upper limiting myself, which means like blocking myself by by turning these things into stress and focusing on things that aren't going to come true. And even if they did, what are you going to do about it? Um, And, you know, I realized that if I'm going to remain, you know, in a place where I want to feel content, happy, progressive, that you also have to really pay attention to that call in your life or it will actually show up in really negative ways, whether that's you know, problems with your relationships, anxiety, depression, um, all of those things. So that's how it shows up when you are not living into your highest potential. So that's what that book is about. Everybody yeah. Get the Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. I've read it three times, reading it every morning right now, and it is helping me cope with a lot of pressure. And then this next book who I had on the podcast yesterday, and it's coming out um, in a little bit that I was telling you about was Emma yeah. Isaacs. And the book is called Winging It. And that is all about just like, how successful people actually make their decisions. And that's actually where one of my quotes is from is her book that I was listening to also on audio this morning. So I read both books. 
You're on fire today. Well, here's why. I'm waking up earlier and going to bed earlier because I'm in this place of like knowing I need to support myself extra because I can't live the way the way that I was living there for a little bit. Like I'm going to a new level and that requires me to pay more attention and support myself more. Otherwise, I'm going to crumble. So I'm just doing I'm doing that for me. Otherwise, I'm not functioning. Does that make sense? Yes, it makes perfect sense. And I think we all need to hear that. Yeah, it's like this is not just happening. This is like next level supporting myself. I've even cut back on coffee. <gasps> what? That was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. So I'm probably only having you about a quarter cup of coffee every day. Oh my. That I is, a, I feel like you're a, a big coffee person. Oh, that's literally, there's no blood in this body. It's straight up mocha java. If you can do that, then the re- the rest of us can do anything. We can do anything. You know what? Talk to me in a week. I might be off books and back on coffee. So we'll see. It happens One all the time. time. Like I just record these podcasts in the highlights of my life, much like Instagram. I'm just kidding. It's I all don't. highlight reel. I really share really bad things as well. <laughs> um, I promise. Go back and listen to a few. You'll definitely hear me like crying on some of them. Yeah. So that's going on in my life. Evans, you're moving soon. How are you feeling yes. about that? I'm feeling excited, a little nervous, mostly because of the coldness of the weather. There. Yes. Yeah. But I'm really excited because the Midwest is an amazing place and I have loved all of the wonderful people that live there. That's what I'm most excited about, the good people. Yeah. I'm going to help you with the weather because I'm really nervous about the heat in Arizona. Yeah. Um. So, uh, and if I haven't shared, we're moving to Arizona. Um, we're going to be spending part of our time here still um, because of our motorhome and potentially summertime. Um, But I'm nervous about the heat, like really nervous because I don't like super hot weather and I don't like dry. But what I do know... Have we become LA divas? Yes. Or don't even kid yourself. You You get wimpified in the first two months that you live here. I completely agree. I'm from the Midwest. Like you can do it. We walked every single day. We just bundled up. I put on a ski mask to walk. So you might want to get that. And now we wear masks anyway. So yeah, it's like so got just, that covered. Yeah. Who even cares? You just cover your face. You'll be warmer. So it's like wearing an eternal scarf that gets wet. And that's how it felt in the winter. Like you just have a wet scarf. Yeah. So I think I helped, right? Yeah, I think I'm more excited now thinking of just wearing like a wet face covering. (laughs) Sounds really nice. Hey, if you ever get depressed about the weather being cold, talk to me and I'll tell you all about just all of all of the things. So, um, yeah. Are you going to try to fry an egg on a rock when you move? Yes, definitely. I'm definitely going to do that. No, I'm really... Is it weird that I got super excited and kind of bummed that I'm moving there while it's cooling down? Yeah, I do want to see that. When you do it, will you take a video for everyone? Are you kidding? Yes, I will document it. Maybe I'll write about it. There will be a podcast about it. I I will make rock eggs and I will try to eat them. So you know what? You know how you go to rock, like you cook sushi on a rock and you cook like steak on a rock at these fancy yeah. schmancy restaurants? Oh, um, yeah. They're like, oh, this is hot stone and this is is like hot stone filet. And for some reason, they upcharge like $200 to cook your own food on a small <laughs> rock. And it's the most frustrating experience of your whole life because you're with a table of four and you're like, let's go experience this. And only two pieces of meat can fit on the rock at once and the rock is cooling off and it takes 
15 minutes to cook it and you're worried about food poisoning and you're having conversation like, do you think this is safe? Um, you've had that experience, right? Of course. California. And you're like, I actually can't believe we paid way more to wait this long and worry about food poisoning. And it's not, it's not that great because you're cooking the rock with like plain meat. You're not seasoning it. Yeah, you're not, not getting good. someone else's love infused into it. But anyway, I think that I'll go into rock cooking and <laughs> I will clean off the rock and I'll have my guests over and I'll be like, leave $200 on the table and I'll cook rock eggs. <laughs> it's like melting pot. Did you guys ever go to a melting pot? Yes. And I swear I got food poisoning from a melting pot because I, I'm an eater. I'm an excited eater. And I used to really eat fast and like overeat and binge eat a lot when I would go out um, you know, in my twenties, because I would like, it, w- I would wait till the weekend. This was my cycle. Wait till the weekend, like eat really good during the week and then drink a ton with Chris and then, you know, eat a ton. And we happened yeah. to go to melting pot a few times doing that. And I think when you're drinking a lot and you're excited for your food, you undercook it. So I just think I was like, <laughs> <laughs> tell me about your melting pot experience. I swear. That was like the place to go in high school, like <laughs> with your friends. You'd be like, yes. let's go to melting pot. But yes. also not smart because you're cooking raw chicken. And it's the waiter's like, bizarre. good luck. It's bizarre. It's literally like drop off raw, possibly salmonella poisoning food to the table and then be like, careful. Make sure you don't use the same tong. You're like, yes, what? That's the one thing they say. <laughs> and you get lazy, don't you? You get so lazy. You just eat raw chicken. It's not a good thing. I feel bad. If Melting Pot's listening, I'm sure you've changed your process by now. Do you want to know what I want to say about Melting Pot in a positive light? Cool. What a cool experience. (laughs) It is cool. The desserts with the chocolate. Now that is a good Melting Pot. Yes. And I think what we're actually saying is just make sure you don't drink too much and make sure you cook the food. Clearly, we both had problems because we were speeding to the food process. So you know what I want to say? Five stars. Five stars. And And you can't beat the fondue. The cheese. Oh, yeah. The cheese is really good. The melty cheese. I forgot about the melty cheese. Yeah. So here's the deal. You don't even need the meat. Just like go have cocktails, have the cheese, have the dessert, the chocolate fondue. Yeah, you definitely don't get out of there without putting on a couple pounds. That's what I'm saying. Um, Well, I think we've done a good job of bringing the people down. Should we try to bring them back up? Yeah, you know what? I love this. I I don't think a podcast is good unless you bring people through an emotional journey, just like writing a book. Um, So let's take them on back up. Yep. (laughs) What's your quote? Your quote would be really good. Let me tell you why this quote is good. Because it is from that book that I'm loving. It's from Emma Isaacs um, in Winging It. And she said, I wrote this in my email to myself. So let me make sure there's no problem. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, here we go. When you know, you know. And when you don't know, you decide. So it's never about like waiting to be like, I'm not sure. I'm not clear. So this really helped me like even with the thought of like my company, I, it's like I had moments of knowing, but then you have a lot of moments of not knowing and being super scared. 
Um, and I just decided. I was like, you know what? I kind of have a theory that I've seen work throughout my life. And it's like, if once you decide and you just you're just committed to the vision of that journey, but being malleable enough to like change with what comes up and what's being shown to you along the journey, because that will happen. You can't be so committed that it needs to look a certain way. But as long as you decide, I fully believe that thing will be successful. It's just making the decision to commit to it and follow through. Um, so I think so many people quit because they get roadblocks or they're they're not sure or you know what? Oh my God, look at all these problems. I knew maybe it wasn't right. I know I wasn't 100% clear. You're never going to be 100. I don't think you're ever going to be like 100% clear because even when people say they're 100% clear, doubts creep in. Um, so you'll have moments of that and then you'll have moments of like, what am I doing? And that's where the decision, the decision is the thing that will pull you through to the end, but not the moments of clarity. Those are just for you to make a decision. So anyway, that's why I love this quote. Love it. What's your quote? That was really good. I feel like we all it actually, that. It kind of goes with the one I got. And you just pointed at this. You literally, this came to you this. in less than one second. Yep. It's from okay. Hoda Copy's book. And it says the best way to predict your future is to create it. Oh, mic drop. Boom. That is, that's it. That's literally goes right along with this because it's the same exact thing. It's making the decision that you are not going to wait to be like, well, why isn't my life's mission and purpose coming, falling in my lap? It's never going to look that way ever. It's like, what do I love and how can that be applied to something? And how can I decide to follow through with that. And from that, I think once you start that in motion, it's amazing how things start opening up for you and you start seeing things you would have never seen. So um, love that. Do you have a review? Yes. I would love to hear from our review of the week. Well, this is from Bethla123. What a cool last name, 123. 123. <laughs> um, Beth says, how does... Lori always know what I need to hear from fitness to self-love to business. Somehow, whenever I hit play on earn your happy, Lori comes on saying exactly what I need to hear. So many amazing guests and fantastic content. Thank you for being in my ears daily. Oh my God, Beth, you're amazing. What Evans and I do is we tune into, we've had, we've learned how to hack Alexa in your home. Um, and we listen in on spyware. So it's pretty it's really easy nice. to be able to give you exactly what you need. Um, <laughs> actually, what Evans and I do is we say what we need. And I think that what happens is we realize we're all humans and we think we're so isolated and that our problems are so cool and individual. Uh, I have anxiety. I can't do it. I don't have the skills. Um, and then we realize that we're all saying the same fake made up excuse. Um, and I have no idea, so Beth, true. if that relates to you. This might be the first day that Beth is like, didn't nail it. Yeah. Beth, Beth, Beth definitely nails it every day. Yeah. Beth is nailing life. So mm -hmm. Beth, thank you so much for writing in. It actually makes us feel like we have a listener. Like now I can picture Beth listening to us. And that gets me really excited. <laughs> thank you. Beth was like such a cool name. And I think I probably wished for that name at one point in my life because it sounds like a popular girl. So Beth, I love you. Thank you. And I yeah, hope Beth that you appreciate your name as much as I do. So with that said, we'll move on. And I would love to know uh, if we have questions from the audience. We do have questions from the audience. The audience wants to know about leveling up. Oh, I would Here like we go. to know about that. The first one is from Amanda Eads. 
Amanda says, can you talk about imposter syndrome? Someone will find me out or quote unquote, someone will find me out mm-hmm. after promotion. Oh, this is so good. Um, so everybody has imposter syndrome and everybody, this is what I think is so funny. And actually I was listening to it in that book, Winging It today. So first of all, I'll say, please get the book, Winging It. You'll love it. Because she was talking about how everyone who's ever done anything is doing it for the first time. Like they are an imposter. Like, so when you get a job, Evans, so if I were to hire you for a job that perhaps you've never had before, but we think like, okay, you know, you go in and you're like, my, maybe you go in and you kind of like bloat up what you have done before. Bloat. Don't ask me. Inflate. Yeah. There we go. Blow up diarrhea. (laughs) Blow up diarrhea on the interview. Um, (laughs) God, why do bathroom things make you like, I don't care how old you are. It never gets old. Thank you for that. Okay. So you inflate what your, your capabilities are. And I'm like, okay, great. Maybe I can see that she's done this a little bit before. And maybe I really think she can because she has a lot of confidence. And you did that because you want the job, but you go home and you're like, oh, holy hell, I'm so not sure I can do this. And you go to the job and you show up and you feel like a total what? Like a fraud. Yeah, like a fraud. Like I'm going to poop my pants again because I can't do this. And it's the first time you've ever done this particular job. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, great. You got the title is what I'm trying to say. So now you have this new title that you've never had before and you're supposed to feel like you're a genius at it. Except it's an also, even if the title was the same at an old job, it's now a new place. So it's things that you've never done before. And it's like, you're supposed to show up and just be like, yeah, I got it. And and here's the thing is, it's never that you don't, that you get it. It's never that you get it. It's the willingness to say, I got it. Meaning you're going to take that task and you're going to run it in every possible scenario. Even if you can't figure it out, you're going to be willing to go and ask for help and figure out how it's been done before. And that is how you get over imposter syndrome. You're, you're always going to feel like an imposter because it's always going to be new. Like I feel yeah. like a million percent imposter starting this company right now. Like I, it's funny because I was talking uh, yesterday and I'm like, oh, it's so weird to have this title of like founder and CEO. I've never done it. And they're like, well, you are one now. And I'm like, yeah, but I feel like I'm not like running this company yet. I don't have like all of these employees and all of these things lined up yet. And they're like, okay, but you're doing, you're doing it. Like you're figuring yeah. it out. So like own the title and act like one. And I was like, ah, so we never know what we're doing. Like you live into it. So if people find out, great. Like people on employees that we have tell us they don't know how to do it all the time, but then they say, I'm going to go learn how to do it. So I don't get mad at them for not knowing because I know I'm throwing something new at them every day. I get upset if they are not willing to learn it. So nothing makes me feel better than when an employee says to me like, hey, so I got to tell you, never done it. I'm figuring it out right now. I have a call with... I've set up a call with this person. I got really proactive over here. I'm reading this. Um, you know, Could I maybe take this class? Is that possible on the company? Like All, all of those things. So don't ever act like you have it all under control. It's the worst possible thing that you can do as a human being and as an employee. So ask for help and say it or just go and start figuring it out. So I think that's how you overcome imposter syndrome is like, why would why on earth would you ever know how to do everything? You know? Yeah, giving yourself grace and and like you said earlier, it's about that deciding. You're deciding you're the CEO now. So I'm deciding to be the CEO in my actions. Totally. Million percent. So tell me 
Tell me, Evans, where you have felt like an imposter and then you like worked through it or what you did. Um, this is a very strange example, but I'm feeling that way with uh, being a homeowner. Mm, totally. Um, because I've never owned a home before yep. and I've always rented in little apartments, little things. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with a house. Like how is this? This is too much. I shouldn't live in this house. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, actually you should, if you like the house and it makes you happy and you're going to take care of it. What's the big deal? Exactly. I know it's a ridiculous example, but it just, I totally get it. Isn't that strange? Well, it's a question of like, and maybe this is, maybe this isn't you, but I'd love to hear like, of like, Am I capable of taking care of a home? Am I responsible enough? Will this be something that is actually like worthwhile? I'm sure like all of those things come up and like, oh, that's a, it's a big responsibility. So it's kind of like, oh my God, is, am I, I don't know. Is that something that comes up for you or not at all? Is what, what is, yeah. what's the underlying issue that comes behind that? I guess I've always kind of felt like a little bit of a, a nomad, like moving around mm. doing different things and freedom in different ways. And now it's kind of like, oh, you are in charge of this thing. So you need to do a good job. And it's just strange. It's like moving into a new, exciting, people are going to be like, what are you talking about? But no, I think they're totally going to understand. So I'm glad that you're sharing it because um, it comes up in so many forms. And I want to remind you, you have now taken care of two dogs. That's true. You want to know what is more of a like, staple and like a grounding thing ever. Like you're responsible for two lives. And I have like, it's not yeah. like that is no, whoever is listening, if you've never had a dog, then just ignore this part and you can roll your eyes. But it is no small feat. Like I've had friends who haven't had dogs and had children and then they get a dog and they're like, wait, this is this beginning part was pretty hard. Um, yeah, the puppy stuff is hard. And a house doesn't mean that you're not... You, like, if part of your identity, I feel like, was over a bit of like freedom and being a nomad, having a home doesn't mean you you can't still do that. It just means that now you have roots. So now you can go fly yeah. and be nomad-ish, but you'll always have somewhere that you can kind of like root for a bit and then like go do whatever you want. So... Which is nice. Roots are nice. Roots are so nice. I like did not have roots for the longest time. And again, here I find myself moving again. Um, but I feel like we'll have we'll have some solid roots. Um, that's what we're trying to do. So I'm excited for y'all. Do yeah, I'm excited for question? you. Do yeah, you let's do it. Okay. Um, oh my gosh, this is a really good one. <laughs> this is from at Gail underscore Mitch. Oh, and I Gail. love Gail. Hi, Gail. She's amazing. You know, Gail? Yeah. Oh, I want to know, Gail. Okay, Gail says, how do I tell that voice that tells me no one is going to want what I have to offer to shut up? Oh, so good. Um, well, there's a couple ways. So this is going to sound so basic, but it sounds like you're either wanting to like do something new, start something new. And I'm guessing it has to do with business um, or starting a business around something. Maybe it's speaking, writing, opening something new, who knows, a new product. And one of the things you can do is put out a survey to your people. Hey, if I did X or provided X or coached in X or created this product in X, would you be interested or does this sound interesting? And like, just start exploring that and don't just put out one survey, like ask a million questions about it. Um, so when I first started the alcohol company, like I knew I was going to do it because for me, I just was like, this is an idea I really want to do. And so I took on the responsibility of 
people may or may not be interested, but I had a feeling they were because everybody I knew had cocktails and typically liked lighter cocktails. Um, and, and like in girls bond over wine. So it was a pretty surefire thing that if my demographic who I was going for was girls, then I was going to create something very girly um, and, and do market research. So first of all, you can do some market research if you're like, ah, I don't even know if this thing is a popular... If it's not, then you want to kind of like start asking, would this be something you would use? Would you like this? Um, you know, if I, if it's a service of yourself or a book or something like, hey, if I wrote a book on this, what else would you like to hear from me? Or what would you like to learn from me? Like survey your audience, like what's something interesting, um, you know, that you would like to learn from me? Or you can ask your friends, like get a group of friends together for some honest truths of like, when I'm, oh, I love this question. I love this question. I think we asked it to each other. Um, Evans, when I'm at my best, what am I doing in your opinion? And that's how you can know if you need to start it. So I want, uh, let's ask you again, because I'd love to hear your thoughts. When you're at your best, Evans, what are you doing? I'm writing this down right now to to look at it again. Okay. Um, What am I doing? Yeah. I'm not on my computer all day. Um, I think I'm connecting with people and um, this is very vague. I don't know. Um, you do know. I, I do Keep know. Keep going. I, um, I think I can make people laugh in some ways. Maybe with You think? Rabbit, right? Guys, whenever we're with Evans, like everyone that I've ever met is like, holy shit, she's a comedian and you have to watch her stories. It's ridiculous. Okay, keep going. Yes, we know this. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like those little creating those little things like stories and stupid stuff like that make me laugh. And I love when people are like, that made my made me laugh today. I'm like, great. That makes me feel good when I'm major day feel a little better. Yeah. For a so ridiculous thing of my dog. You should probably, some modality, start with something like, podcast, an Instagram page, whether it's you under a different personality. I know that you love paper companies and greeting cards and all like you have so many different ways to go. And so I'm saying this to you because there's a million people like you. There's so many people listening right now who go, well, I don't know. Is that a skill? Yes. Oh my God. Like you want to know what I thought my skill was is or or like what I'm like, well, I guess I'm good at like kind of putting out a, a motivational idea and changing perspective. Do you really think that I could? I was like, yeah, this is going to be a great like money maker. This is a great idea, That's Lori. So like, true. leave your gym, like, sell your gym, your one skill of making money, and then go and be motivational. Cause one day you're going to have a book and speak on stages and have a podcast and, you know, do all of these other things. That was not the idea. It was like, just start and be mm-hmm. consistent with it. And then what's going to happen is you're going to start seeing the opportunity from it. So that is, what was our original question? <laughs> um, the original question was about um, telling that voice that says like, no one is going to want what I have to offer. Telling it oh. to be quiet. You know what voice I would be worried about is the voice that says, do I like myself or not? Oh, Lori, you just dropped a bomb. Well, this is because I'm dealing with it with me. Like, I need to stop caring what other people think and so worried about, should I ask that? What if they think that I'm like, you know, just wanting them for their name? Or what if they think, oh, oh my God, just ask. Like what what would ha- what happens if you go to bed tonight and you're pissed at yourself again and you're like, what is your problem? Why can't you know this dream is from God? Like, why aren't you actually thinking that you have 
the strength to go and ask this person and to deal with criticism. Like, stop being such a baby. Like, I have to say this to myself sometimes. And and literally, like, God's going to equip you to, to number one, ask. And then he's also going to equip you to be able to handle criticism. So it's kind of like remembering that if we're not willing to go there, we actually don't trust that we are being looked out for and provided for and that we have that we're given something external, whether you believe in God or universe. And I think that's a big slap in the face to whatever kind of form of God you believe in, energy, universe, because I think we are abundantly provided for. And it's it's like saying, I don't believe you. So I don't want to live with that either. That I'm kind of like, it's almost like in your prayers at night, instead of being like, hey, give me the strength. It's literally like saying a prayer like, hey, it was another day of me not believing you. Just want to let you know. And I just, I'm not going to live that way. It's so true. When you get in that mindset, everything just gets darker. Oh, so it's dark. So dark. Isolated, lonely. And that's not, because we cut ourselves off from that, that energy of source. So when you cut your, that, that's when you know you've cut yourself off. You were never cut off, right? From the abundant energy that's flowing from the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always us who cuts ourselves off. So when it's so funny because it'd be like on a sunny day being turned around and being like, why, why isn't the sun hitting my face? What, where'd the sun go? And then being like, oh yeah, I turned around. Terrible yeah. analogy, terrible, but no, you but get it's it. it's so true. It's all about your, you choosing the, <laughs> I heard some podcasts and they were talking, they gave a similar example, like a guy is in his nice suit and he's going outside to work and it starts raining. And one of them is like, oh, this reminds me of like childhood and the warm summer rain. And it's so nice. And mm. then another guy is like, oh, my day's ruined. I'm going to be late to the meeting. My suits, da, da, da. Yeah. That's a, another cheesy example. But I love true. it. It's, it's 1 million percent the truth. Just like how you're going to deal with winter. You're going to be like, oh, look at this perspective of yeah. my ass freezing when in California it's sweat. This is so nice. My buns are dry. Choose- my buns are dry and I can get a really pretty scarf to go oh. around my face. Do you have any idea how cute winter fashion has gotten since I've left? I'm pissed about it because when I was there, it was hideous. It was like car hearts, huge puffer jackets with no shape. Everything now has a belt and is bright and is gold. And I was like, I looked ridiculous back in the day and now everybody's all cute. So you are hitting it at the prime of winter fashion. I cannot wait. I love puffy boots. I've never looked better in my life than when I'm in puffy <laughs> boots and a, and a scarf. I'm cute. Red lipstick. You're going to be able to go into fashion oh, yeah. that you have never even explored. Yeah. Say Weather. goodbye to Patagonia and hello to gold puff. <laughs> so I'm jealous, actually. Can you imagine Instagram snowball fights? Capture that. Put a filter on it. It's gonna. You're gonna blow up. <laughs> Things just got leveled up in my life in this moment. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I can send you a few links to my favorite winter fashion as well. You need to. You know what you should do is you should just. What? You literally should just buy fashion like you're living in Aspen. So like onesies. Walk around that Midwest and own it with a onesie and like big sunglasses. Super bright lips. That is so true about Aspen too. I didn't really know what Aspen was. And then I went and I was like, everyone here is very luxurious. Oh, it's like Zoolander in ski suits. 
No, 1 million percent. If you've never been there, like I didn't believe it. And then uh, we came off the slopes at like 4 p.m. And they're like, oh, it's time for après. Um, And <laughs> like, oh my gosh, everyone there is foreign and gorgeous. Number one, I've never felt oh, so, so American and boring in my entire life. And then... um then all of a sudden this DJ appears in all of these champagne bottles and these people in the largest furry earmuffs I've ever seen in my life and super skin tight ski suits of every color, latex. I mean, and they all start like dancing to like on the ski hill. And I was like, this is 100% accurate. <laughs> it is. It's, I wish I was lying, but all of a sudden a party breaks out on the mountain and I literally removed myself because I was really intimidated by my level of not looking cute. Like I was worked over. I I looked like these women came out of a blow dry bar for sure and just got their makeup done. Like they did not ski at all that day. I swear to God. And I had That's been... That's what I've heard. Yeah. Adam said he likes to go there for the skiing because it's always really empty. Right. Because everyone's partying. And then the party just like happens. So if you're going to do both, here's what I suggest. Stop at two go get all your stuff redone. Like, I don't know. You you need to even just like get everything waxed as well because it just seems appropriate. It, it's going to be a party. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. So prepare yourself. <laughs> I want to oh, I wanna awaken that that Aspen side. I think... <laughs> mine we, is dead, so... <laughs> mine is so dead from quarantine. So let's all try to awaken our Aspen core. It's oh my there. God, let's do that. Let's get Aspen at one point. <laughs> I'm about to get Aspen. Wax I'm about to get Aspen on your ass. <laughs> I'm gonna wax something. I'm going to I'm gonna get something shiny to wear. Get something shiny, wax it. Um get something furry, nice furry car. boots. Yeah. Get a yeah. Lambo. Get a Lambo, sit in it. Spray champagne. It's an essential. It's actually the only way you're gonna be. Is it in, indoctrinated? Is that how you say that? Yes. In is if you yeah. spray. You got to spray. I'm you got to spray to play. <laughs> spray to play. I'm going to get my Andre and I'm going to spray it around the apartment. <laughs> On that note. On that note, I think this is a great way to um, end our podcast. Uh, I, I think our value add was at an 11 today. Um, the scale is up to 100, but I think we're getting... <laughs> So I'm so grateful for anyone who's still tuned in. Um, I would say that this is building your tenacity muscle. Um, so yes. with that said, thanks everyone. Evans, I had a real good catch up with you today. One of I my favorites. One of my, one of my top five. Um, I feel great. I feel great. I think we're going to conquer the world. You're going to go read those two books and I'll talk to you next week about them. I can't wait. Thank you so much, Larry. Oh, you know what? Anytime. Thank you. Okay, you guys, until next time. Uh, be questionably awesome. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought and honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. 
Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our 
life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthday.com slash Lori. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday. I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back. And I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com.